So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Thursday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and right over here, the lovely Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm great, Rick. How are you? I'm good. I'm lonely. It's just you and I. I uh, think we're alone now. Oh, You're lonely because it's just you and I? Really? No. I make you feel that way, huh? No, you don't. It sounded... It, I just meant that there's not there's normally you know somebody here you guys listening to how hard he's being on me wow wow okay (laughs) i'll be over here you guys and have fun with jane and just you and i just we no i'm feeling that there the plan included more people but, the plan did include more people, but, but you, know, you know, this 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 particular guest has um, canceled before due to illness, and it's entirely possible that she is again ill. It certainly can't uh, say anything anything bad, you know. Strange things happen, but yeah. It, well, I mean, it's possible that she's not able to get in contact with us to tell us that she's ill. Um, last time, at least, we had a heads up. We had a call to say, "Hey, I'm in the hospital." I'm in the hospital, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna send prayers out anyway. Absolutely. And um, just in case that she is actually ill and um, that hopefully she will get well again, um, but we're thinking of her. And uh, other than that, we're just going to have a fun night and we're going to let people call in and harass us all they want. And harass us and, you know, ask silly questions. And we're going to tell them crazy stories and it'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. Absolutely. So we'd shout out to Inner Child, but they're here. They are, of course. But I mean that's part and parcel of the inner child energy is that they're they're always floating around the internet supporting Ellen, everybody. In I don't know yeah. how they where they find the time, how they have the energy. But um if you guys want to get on board with these guys and support them in everything that they do while they're out there supporting the rest of the world, you can drop a buy at www.innerchild.ning.com. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff that they're doing. Um, but you'll find everything there, and you can actually become a part of the family and get involved with some of the incredible adventures that they've undertaken. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. Very much so. And they, yeah. they, they, there's something new. There's a new Inner Child website every it's, week, it seems. It's crazy. I like I said, I don't know where they find the time and the energy, but I, I do believe that they, um, they have... A rather large extended family. There it is, the IamInnerChild.com. 
Oh, okay. So www.iaminnerchild.com. I guess that is um, a new directory that'll get you to the magazine, get you to the everything. Okay. All right. And uh, the community, the family, the you know, all that kind of stuff. So we already have a question in the chat room. (laughs) All right. All right. That's exciting. Family never Um, lets you down. Crazy. Well. Does anybody really know what time it is? Yes, Leslie, I can answer that for you. It's right now. Yes. Or now. Or now. Or now. Or now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had I had a crazy adventure tonight. I mean, it could be tomorrow, but when you get there, it's it'll be now. be now. Yeah. So, that's all I got now. And uh, yesterday, when you were there, it was now. So pretty much, it's now all the time. Um, I had a crazy adventure tonight. We went to barbecue. So I saw the super kid again. How cool is that? Because I love the super kid. Um, and I, I <laughs> discovered these children have absolutely no idea what homegrown vegetables and herbs are. <laughs> because on my buddy's patio, he has some green onions that are growing in a pot. And um, we were trying to get them to eat them, to taste them. These kids were terrified that we were feeding them. No, you can't eat plants out of the ground. <laughs> I'm like, do, Sad but true. Do you, guys, do you guys understand that you don't get all your food in a supermarket? You know, not all your food comes from the supermarket. You can actually grow your own food. And some of these children, there was like a group of four or five of them, and some of them looked absolutely shocked. Terrified, I'm sure. I, yeah. yeah, they were. <laughs> I had to actually eat the food first before they would try it because they were afraid that I was offering them something or trying to trick them into eating something that they shouldn't eat. Yeah, she were the wicked witch in the gingerbread house that was going to drug them and eat them. It was absolutely insane. I've never, I've never met a child who doesn't understand that food grows in the ground. Um, but until today. And now I have, and that was an education for me. And I thought, well, you know, that much more reason to get change makers done and out there into the public because, holy crap, I can't imagine, you know. Oh, yeah, we'd have to give it the, you know, look, really, this stuff comes out of the ground. And uh, as long as you're, you know, growing it yourself so you know that there hadn't been anything noxious sprayed upon it recently, um you can generally just walk right up to, you know, strawberries, blackberries. You just pull one right off the vine and stick it in your mouth. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing that these children didn't know that. But I understand that we have a caller on the line already. Do we really? We do. We have a caller online already. Holy. And um, imagine that. But I just, you know, I want to remind these kids that, you know, we used to drink out of hoses and, you know, catch tadpoles and. We went in swimming in ponds. And we didn't wash our hands oh. after catching the tadpoles. Oh, no. And we, we went, went ahead and in the pond. ate, you know, popsicles with popsicle juice dripping down your hand and arm, together with the mud and the tadpole, What all of that all together. And if I, yeah, if I dropped great. my candy, I was picking that bitch up and eating it. That's damn right. <laughs> That's just the way it is. I'm, no, wait, what candy? No! Dust it off, pop it in your mouth. That was, you know, we had great immune systems, too, out of that. Yeah, yeah. An immune system needs to be exercised. Just like any other muscle in the body, 
It needs to be exercised. Not to borrow from George Carlin or anything. Not to borrow from George Carlin. But you know what? You can't really borrow anything from George Carlin simply because everything that George Carlin said was common sense. Well, common sense and it just was observation. An, he, it was an observation. He was a spectator of life. He decided right. early on that this was not a winnable game, so he was just going to sit on the sidelines and watch the circus. And and, and, you know. and talk about it because it was entertaining and there was a lot of, hmm, that's fascinating going on. And I think that um, that's why you can't really steal any of his material ever because it simply was just an observation of the world and it was truth. Oh, yeah. As much as... <laughs> I, I still think one of his funniest bits was the, you know, don't you love it when you're going upstairs and you think there's one more step? And then he, he lifts his leg and bam, slams the floor. It's like, yeah, yeah, I've been there, done that. Because we've all done that, you know? <laughs> Speaking of been there and done that, someone who's been there and done a thing or two. I can hear her giggling. In the yes, box. yes. I snuck her in while you weren't looking. Who do we have? Oh, wait. It sounds like Janet. We have... Hi, guys. Janet Caldwell. Hi. Hi. I was, I'm sorry. I was laughing. I didn't know I was on the mic. No, it was perfect. Um, it was, I, I, I live for those little background giggles that I get out of <laughs> Jane now and again, you know. I was still um, thinking about the reference to time and, and, you know, that whole bit and then George Carlin and, you know, grow your own veggies. I mean, God, my mind's going in 27 different places. Well, I'm but telling you, you know, you all know I channel George. I've been saying it for for a long, long time, right? He told me right to call him George. It's got to be Carlin. It's got to <laughs> right. be. Shit that they told me to write in my books. <laughs> and, and some of the things well, that, on, you know. No, go, go on, Rick. Go on, Rick. Well, some of the things that he says to her when she's not cooperating. <laughs> he gets a little short, you could say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get in trouble at least three times a day. <laughs> oh, I'm staying in trouble. I live for it, so it's all good. No, I, I, I realize this is not a poetry show, but I had, you know, we were talking about the time, and yes. I, I had a really short poem that I would love to share, and we can talk about anything you want to talk about as long as my battery holds up. And then I have another uh, commitment, as you know, I already told you. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's hear this poem okay. then. Yeah. It's about That's time. Cool. All right. Okay. My poem is called Cartoon Time. Um, and it goes like this. Animation is an approximation of a human character. That individual does not exist. No one is fooled by this. Why are we duped by the demarcations of time's passage? Time is malleable. Time is relative. And the way we measure hours, seconds, and days, it is not fact. It is a convenience, an agreement. CCM is the measure, or so they tell me. Time zones don't matter to me. It's about the money. Thank you, Railroad. Gaze at the stars or watch the moon on its yo-yo diet. The cycles don't match. Time is relative. Mickey swings his fingers. Time to work, time to sleep, and always wrong. His hands won't tell you that it's always now. Ten poems. Oh, my God, so I had it right. It is now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that graphic that gets passed around about every other month on Facebook of big old street clock with says now at every hour. Now, I like that. Now, now, now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 I am like seriously just learning to be in the now, you know, because my mind goes in so many places. Um, the one thing, even though if I'm like tripping back in time in my mind, it's still now. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's all relative. It, it's just bullshit. It is. And you know what? When you say you're still learning, I think the reason that we're still teaching it is because we're still needing to be reminded of it. <laughs> right. All the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. All the time. Well, it's yes. like trying to explain I... to some of our younger little ones, geniuses, that they are, but trying to explain to them that, yeah, um, I'll be 50 next year, but... It still feels the same in here as it did when I was your age. It doesn't <laughs> in here. It's just me. It, but I don't. I really don't. You know that. Well, do you feel any old? No, I don't feel any older. I don't feel. I feel tired sometimes. Sore, achy, can't get up. Have to make strange noises and grunts when I try to get out of a chair. But you know, feels the but same. But I'm still looking at the world, going, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm doing all of the above, you know. I mean, the world is so cool, and uh, you know, I'm like really been big time into this meditation thing, you know. Just just really recently, you know, the last I don't know, a couple of months. I, I'm Jane. You'll be proud. I'm even going to take a beginner's Tai Chi class. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Hi, she is awesome. I have to take beginners, number one. I am oh. so out of shape. Yeah. And number two, I I, <laughs> I want I to learn, you know, all, what everything so really about, means. It's so about fluid motion and control and um, the centering of self. I took it with my daughter, and then I had to quit because it was conflicting with, with work and her school, and we weren't, we just weren't able to weren't able to continue it but I would love to go back and start it again but I think some of the most fun I've had is practicing Tai Chi in our living room after a lesson because it's something that you have to continue to work at it's mm-hmm. not um, it's not you can learn it and it'll stick you know it's something you have to do it until it becomes a part of you Absolutely, and, it, and, and it's such a right beautiful now all I motion. have is a video. Yeah. No, go on, go on. Yeah, no, I love Tai Chi. I love the energy of it. I love the feeling of it. I miss it. Um, I'd, I'd love to do it again, but I, you know, it's wonderful. A wonderful place to start. I mean, even before you do yoga, I would recommend Tai mm-hmm. Chi to anybody and everybody because it doesn't matter how old or how young you are, you can do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all it's, it's balance. You're yeah. centered. Yeah. Your balance. You, you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you find your balance before you take a step, and then you maintain it while you're. It, it's really quite something because the average adult has a tendency not to be walking so much as 
falling down and catching oneself. <laughs> right, you don't, right. You don't maintain your balance as you move. You just kind of go, wah. <clears throat> Yeah, no. I know, and, and, and you know what? I mean, this is pitiful. This is really pitiful, but it's the truth. And you know me, I'm just going to be blunt. Blunt um, is good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to be honest. That's, or I can't be real. Anyway, you know, for about a year, and this is the truth, I, for about a year, I sat in my bedroom, and I sat on the bed with my computer in front of me, and sitting in kind of a cross-legged position, because uh, you know, laptop. And I, I didn't realize, you know, and then I started walking. And I didn't realize when I started walking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so out of shape. I mean, you know, I could walk to the, the corner and get shin splints. I mean, you know, this that was bad. Yeah, that was just bad because I was so immobile, and I I just you know, and sedentary, and I didn't realize it. And then once I started moving, I can't, I can't stop moving, you know? <laughs> I just can't, you know, and I refuse. I'm not going to. It's my choice, and I have to move. I, I totally get what you're saying, Janet. Um, since since quitting the wheat and now this week it's been white sugar, um, I've been able to start exercising and have discovered an extreme joy in getting to my 4 o'clock because 4 o'clock is my exercise time because that's when my daughter gets home from school. So Mm -hmm. on weekdays, we do our exercises together. So there's an extreme joy to be found in that feeling of pushing myself just a little further today than I was able Mm -hmm. to push tomorrow. Or occasionally when I discover that exercise, it is all of a sudden so much easier to do than when I first started. Absolutely, and it gets you know, easier it, it, and easier. Yeah, and, it and you know, I, it, I it was a sense of accomplishment. My, yeah, and I and, and I was you know kind of mad at myself because you know two years ago I could uh, be standing up, say in the middle of my living room, whatever, throw my arms over my head and do a, a back bend. I was in you know good shape as far as being able to to move around and do stuff. And then, I don't know, depression hit, and, you know, of course, I had to feed into it, and that was my choice again. You know, just everything is choices, you know, and uh, not eating right, and, yeah, I'm still smoking. (laughs) 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 But, uh, yeah, I know, I know. We are where we are, you know. I gave okay, up well, drugs and drink, you know, a long time ago. So, you know, let me, let me have my cigarettes for now. Yeah, I, I crawled up out of that bottle, and it was a long way up out of there. So, See, you we know, all I'll have a cigarette. Yeah. Like, I've, I've quit the smoking. I occasionally borrow one from my neighbor, um, and uh-huh. I am not giving up my red wine on weekends. I don't care what anybody says. It's not going to happen. Oh, you know, listen. I don't drink it every day, you know. Oh, they so, say red if, wine if, makes you live longer a, anyway, so. Yeah, absolutely. And if I could have a glass of red wine and be good with it, you know, that would be groovy, but not me. You yeah, know, if I'm, I'm going like, to do something, I'm going to do it big. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got two speeds on and off, you know. <laughs> me but, uh, too. 
Uh, me too, me too. And, and I love red wine, as a matter of fact, a very dry red wine. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I haven't had a drink in years and years, since 2003. I know the exact date, actually. Wow. And, you know, we is, you know. December 12th, 2007. For me. Mine is uh, December, what is it? December 13th, 2003. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and that was because you know you know I'm just reeling up front. You know I got a DWI, and I and at that age I thought you know what, and crashed my car, and I thought you know what this is just nonsense. This has to stop. And so from that second on, I decided I'm I'm putting it down. I'm not doing this anymore. And the funny thing was, is people were watching me. You know, they watched me closely, like, for a year, like, ah, she's going to drink. I know she will. I never did, and I never, I, well, no, I I, I am going to say never, because I just can't. I'll smoke a joint before I'll do that. You know, it is what it is. Well, we, we all have our, we all have our vices, right? And mine, mine was the, mine's the food, apparently. Not that I overeat, not that I'm, you know, grossly overweight or anything like that. I'm actually very petite. But the foods that I was choosing to put in my system mm-hmm. were making mm-hmm. me sick. Why? You know, so Why? that was my vice. And continuing to smoke and continuing to eat foods that were making me sick was making me old well before my time. So we have to choose. So I choose to give up some of those foods. I'm keeping my red wine, but I've given up cigarettes and I've given up a lot of those foods. I've replaced them with more interesting foods. <laughs> <laughs> and, that would be one way to put it. And I'm exercising, <laughs> but I'm only exercising because I have the energy to exercise. If I hadn't given up right. those foods, I wouldn't have had the energy or the sense of well-being to be able to exercise. It wasn't until uh, the pain went away after giving up the wheat that I could could even contemplate going for a walk around the block. Right. And have built the walk around the block into spending I, time on the bike. Every morning. Every morning, I do and, five and minutes plus three on the bike if I'm able. and stuff in the afternoon. And then at four o'clock, I do my exercise regimen from Monday to Friday. That's that so just awesome. unimaginable. I love that. That's You're just my unimaginable. Hero. <laughs> you know, it was less than four months ago that you were in too much pain to really think about going for a walk, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. um, I I really like I I give credit to every single friend and family member I've had who've gone through this journey with me to every single guest that we've had that's given me little pieces of advice here and there that have, you know, just been the right, the right advice at the right time to an amazing, amazing supportive demonic boyfriend who has allowed me to, and my daughter who has, gone without so much to allow me to pursue the radio and the writing and the stuff that is not yet making me as much money as I would be making doing what I was doing before, but is making me healthy and making me feel well. So without that support, I would not be able to do this. And so I'm very grateful for, for the things that they have, you know, given to allow me to do that. And, for the friends and the family who have stood by me and encouraged me to not give up because last year I I was in no shape to do anything. I couldn't I couldn't dress. 
you know? So when you need to ask somebody else at the age of 35 to help you put on a shirt, and when you're picking your clothes at the age of 35, not for how they look, but for what's easiest to put on. Yeah, what you're actually capable of putting on. Yeah, is 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 a rather scary, rather scary experience. So, I you know it has I have come far and an insane journey it's been, but I wouldn't have done it without my family and friends, and certainly not well, without you, the show. You know that 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 yeah, I mean, definitely no, but you know. The universe, when you're ready, will bring into your life. You know, I mean, it's always been there. You know, it's like, here I am, here I am, here I am. You know, I'm healthy or I'm love, I'm light. And sometimes, you know, we we, we just choose because we do. It's, It's a choice. You know, we just choose not to see it, not to deal with it, whatever. But you chose to allow these people to feed you this goodness and this love and this light. And, you know, I'm doing the same thing. And I am so grateful for you and Rick and Bill and many others who continually feed me goodness and love and light to get me healthy spiritually, mentally, physically, in every way that I can think of. You know, I don't know what I'd do without all you guys. I Seriously, I appreciate all of you so much. It's this situation where you realize um, it, it hits you at one point that it doesn't matter what happens, you can't possibly fucking fail because you are surrounded with this massive network of people who believe in you. So even on the days where you're curled up on the bathroom floor, bawling your eyes out, screaming at the universe to make it stop because you don't believe in yourself, there are still all these people around you who believe in you and that makes the difference. That gets you back on your feet. That gets you moving forward. That's what family is for. And I think that, you know, shows like this, shows like Bill's, organizations like Inner Child, um, technology like Facebook, uh, like the Ning Networks, it has really, and the Internet especially, has really allowed people to build for themselves these massive communities of people who are in alignment with their visions and their dreams and their goals and aren't going to let them fall. That is the amazing miracle of our times. I I, I agree. And, you know, and that's how I found, you know, all you guys, all of you was on the Internet and you've become my family. Uh, I know, know, it's crazy. I've never met you. You're my sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, and, it was. You know, you're, yeah, you're my sister. You're my brother. I mean, you know, we are the collective. Well, we all have family, and we all have our genetic related ones. You know, it was Richard Bach. Oh, we do? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because you had to really? get away in. You had I'm to get away in. I forget about that. <laughs> just um, and, um, but Richard Bach said uh, years ago, uh, rarely do members of the same family grow up under the same roof. And wow. I, don't mean, I don't mean that to be uncaring. And I love my dad. I love my sisters. I, I, you know, but 
we're very different people. Say that again. Members of the same family. Say, say it again. Rare, rarely do members of the same family grow up under the same roof. Right. Right. Okay. All right. I want to get that down in my spirit. Okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. And and it, because I, it, it's just so true. It it. Yeah, I'll, I'll we're tell you. People in, in in my family and 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 with different approaches to life, different belief systems, different, you know, worlds, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so the ones that are sort of close to you in your world, even though you may not have ever met them, which that sounds funny to people, but, <laughs> you know, worlds are not so physically oriented as people think. It's like all the agreements to say, well, yes, we all have our own experience, but we have certain... We have all these agreements about how the Earth's going to be. Yeah, we don't actually have very many. Gravity. Right. Gravity. Mm-hmm. We we agreed on that one, but um, <laughs> I have, um, have very different experiences, and and you know, I I I love I love of all of them to death, and I love that they are who they are, and that they're consistent and honest and stand on their truth. You know, it's just different than mine. So we do different things, you know? Right, right. No, I I agree with that. However, I will add on my uh, side of the, you know, DNA family, um, I can respect them as a human being. I don't necessarily respect their truth. I'm just being honest. I respect that they respect their truth, if that makes sense. Uh, but it's not mine. And, and if I sound like annoyed at all, it's because they continually uh, have tried to beat me over the head with a Bible. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not having it. Been there, yeah, done that. It gives you a headache after a while. Get a little irritated. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> but, and so... Well, that's what I have to say. At least my father has never been that way. The other members of my family are some to some extent, and 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 some of them hate me and think I should be dead. And I don't think my family would. That's dare. okay. You know, I, I really don't. I think that um, I I'm at a very young age awarded a very unique position because every other senior in my bloodline is passed on, so I'm actually the head of the family. Wow! Oh wow! At the yeah, well, you know, um, I I I and, and I don't the nuclear think, family. I don't think that my cousins um, would ever dare cross that line at this point, simply because my grandmother gave me, you know, carte blanche before she passed on. Said, if they try to tell you who to be, tell them to stick it up there. You have my permission. So um, <laughs> that has been my, I hold my head up high. I am who I am. I understand that my family is Catholic. I respect that. I was raised in a Christian home. I respect mm-hmm. that. I have nothing wrong with, um, I, in fact, I, I love and embrace Christ for the energy that it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm not so fond of Christians because they don't, Know or understand Christ so well. <laughs> so it's, well, but as I mean, far as, you know, was it Gandhi? Was, I mean, yeah, it was Gandhi. Wasn't a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Was it Gandhi that said, "I, I really like your Christ." I, I like your Christ, but I don't like your Christians I because don't I know like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Christ. 
Because they so, know nothing about your Christ. Yeah, I was Southern Baptist. I was president of the youth group, led mission trips, converted hundreds of people. Yeah, I yeah. taught Sunday school. I, I was a Sunday school <laughs> teacher. I totally hear you. I mean, I know. I, I did teach you know. Now, go I was, on, Jean. I, I, I t- just like Brick and you, I taught Sunday school, and um, I look back now and I just shake my head and think, like, oh, my goodness, how many minds did I corrupt? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, that, what I was getting, going to say is that part of the family, which, um, you know, is my nieces. And or actually, my niece, nephew, and their mother, which is my sister-in-law, uh, you know, was married to my deceased brother. Um, I I love them. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just not, you know, offended enough. I don't like them, um, and I don't break bread with them because I know where it's going to lead. We see each other at funerals and weddings. I'm always polite. I'm always kind. But, you know, it's constant. You know, you're going to hell, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, you know what? Eh, I've listened to you for enough, I mean, month after month, year after year, because my truths are not their truths. And so I, I don't speak to them anymore. It's not that... I don't like them, as a matter of fact. Well, I don't like them. No, that's not true. I don't really like them. But but my niece, you know, it was probably a month ago, the one, the Bible thumper, she was uh, sick, and she called me up and asked me if I had any antibiotics because she was broke and couldn't go to the doctor, and I just happened to have some, you know. And I'm like, sure, come on over. And and or if you're too sick to, to come over, you know, I can bring them to you, whatever. But... You know, I would never see them go hungry. I, I I wish them no ill will. You know, if you're hungry, I'll feed you. I'll clothe you. I've done it over and over, and, I, and I'm not blowing my own horn. I'm just saying this is who I am. But I've learned to say no, and I've learned to set some boundaries for me, which is very difficult. It's very because, difficult. You know, I've always been the type that, you know, and my whole family knew this, Um uh, you know, if something needed to get done, Janet will do it, Janet will do it, Janet will do it. That's because I always did it. Yeah, you know, whatever crap. it was. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, I'm I'm learning to say no. And with them, I, I you know, no. Well, boundaries, are, boundaries are the loving thing to do because you have to love yourself first. But they do. They don't feel very loving when you, particularly when you first start setting some for yourself. Finally, after forty-five years, I did sort of start. Um, but they do. They kind of feel like barbed wire and stuff mm-hmm. at first. Machine yeah. guns and bazookas, and you know. Yeah, people get right past. I mean, oh, they do. Not, they. I'm not kidding not when I say. A, a member of my right family said I should have let you die. Yeah. You selfish bitch. How can you be so selfish? I don't know. Maybe because I've been taking care of your ass for 34 years. And it's about time that I take care of mine so I'm not stuck in this bed for the rest of my life. That became my answer for for a short period of time. Because I'm sorry. It had to be. But 
It, it's got to be. You cannot take care of anybody else unless you first take care of yourself. That is what I am really starting to understand. And, I mean, you know? they've been telling us every time we've flown since we were kids, we just didn't pay attention. Because yeah. they, every time they say, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. On yourself. Uh, absolutely. So they're, uh, you know, I mean, that sums it up that. pretty good. <laughs> it does. It does. That, that is so true. Wow. I'm going to have to write about that, Rick. Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, you know. I, I see a poem in, uh, in my head. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the seat cushion beneath you could be used for flotation, and it may also have several uh, selections of gum on the reverse side for you to subsist <laughs> on for survival rations. Ugh. Wow, well, this has been very interesting, and you guys will always make me just, I don't know, always get me in the right good spot. <laughs> hey, brother over there uh, in the other country that's supposed to be my cousin, we're doing a good job. We're trying. We're working. <laughs> there is no try. There is only do or do not. That's uh, true. There that is, is true. no try. Well, we can talk about Yoda, then I can say, break. I think it's time for. <laughs> play music. We should. And play music, we will. All right, guys. Well, I am going to have to hang up. I so apologize. I'll stay in chat. Okay. Peace. For... We'll see you on May 1st. Yeah, coming... Miss Janet Caldwell will be our guest on May 1st. Our guest on May 1st. Yes. And, um... Yes, she will. To talk about her poetry and inner child. And probably in the there. chat room on Tuesday, we have Olivia Rosewood coming with her book, uh, Please Meditate. It's good for you. Really oh, cool yeah. book oh, for those that are enjoying that. meditation. It's a real cool exploration of it's 10 awesome different book. forms of meditation across 10 weeks. Yes. It's yeah. awesome. I'm reading it, and I'm actually doing meditative stuff, which will stun the listeners, I know. <laughs> yeah. I have sworn up and down awesome. can't meditate. So, but yeah, please meditate. It's good for you. I'm learning uh, to meditate with. What an honest that. title for a book, right? It's an awesome. That, that's it's awesome. true. And and by, by the way, just a, just a little plug here for Inner Child Radio, which is right here at Blog Talk, and there's there's Bill in the chat room. Um, but we had Mohammed Isa from Egypt on, right? And and at the, I mean. I keep going back and listening to it over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I don't know if you heard it or not, but you would love it. Well, I will. Um, Go listen to it now, and then I'm going to snap through your guest. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Do it. We're going to steal your guest. We're going to share your guest. There you go. There you go. There you go. We're family. We all have, you know, be our guest. Amen. Uh Amen. But the, the last, the last, um, I don't know, fifteen minutes of the show, I would say, if you, you know, if if that's all the time that you have to listen, listen to the whole thing when you can. But he does this meditation, and this is the most calming thing. And I made a point to, I, I just put AFK, you know, away from keyboards. Because, you know, I'm, I, yeah, because 
I, I was going to get into this, and I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to look at the keyboard. I mean, the chat room. I didn't want to look at anything. I wanted to really be centered. And it's amazing. It is so amazing. And please, please, check that out. I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, he was calling oh, Egypt. Well. We had uh, uh, we had a whole slew of people from the Middle East. And um, and coming up, we're having, uh, oh, gosh, we're having Mohammed again, I think, and Bill Douglas, and um, we've had Dr. Effie Chow, and we're having a, I don't have a schedule up in front of me, so, you know, I'm kind of talking off the fly here. Um, and it's okay but, but, for our listeners to go listen to you guys because you're not only family, but you're also on the days that we're not. <laughs> right. Inner Child Radio right is on, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we didn't. I didn't really like look at we those totally schedules. We totally didn't plan that. We didn't plan it. Shows, it just it happened. Yeah, and the Monday night shows are always about you know something about humanity, you know, love conversations. Yeah, health. Um, and I mean spiritual health and all kinds of health. Um, but yeah, money nuts are fantastic. But just just look through and find that that conversations with Mohammed Issa, and I've been pronouncing it Issa forever. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to definitely check that out. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I'm going to shut and, up. And, and I got to tell you. I'm so grateful to you and Bill for doing it three days a week because I don't think I could handle doing three. I'm good with our two. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it, too it, much it, energy it, flowing through this computer. <laughs> but yeah, for everybody listening, inner child have conversations with on Mondays. It's usually a guest uh, mm-hmm. that they're having conversations with about spiritual health and stuff, like Janet said. And then Wednesday's the Hump Day show. Sometimes guests, sometimes open mic poetry reading. Uh, but Friday is definitely open mic night because that's Friday night spits. Yeah. If you don't I know why they call it. get a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's all right. We get a little crazy sometimes. Um, but if you don't know why they call it spits, then you're not really in the voice performance poetry reading circles because come on Friday to Inner Child Radio and then you'll find out why they say spits. <laughs> All right. I did put the, the link in there for the uh, conversations with Mohammed Issa um, in the chat room. Okay, guys. I'm going to hang All up. Right. I need to start to spend some more because I've got another show after this one that I need to get to. Uh, well, not actually after this one, but, you know, I'll stay as long as I can. Okie dokie. Love. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. What are we we singing? Earth prayers got to be, I'm thinking. Earth prayers got to be, you're thinking? Yeah, we could go with... uh, No, I'm good. Peace prayer. Earth prayer. You know, we are the peacemakers. It is. We are the peacemakers, Shakti and uh, Shakti tribe. Earth prayer, yummy it is. Yes. I do. I float away with this one I easily. Do. So this yeah. is our dear friend Ina V. 
who is doing wonderful things at enovy.com. And uh, the Earth Prayer Project is pretty cool. You can check it out there on our website. We'll be back in about five minutes. Stay with us, folks. and the thunder of the east and the 
sun, in the north the shining elder, and the south our mother's womb, dwells above and below us, to the seen and unseen, those who walked before and after, we ask your assistance to live simply. Please forgive us, for we know not what we do, and we thank you for all your help us. What did you do? I was singing. Ah. And I know you could hear good. me. Yes? They couldn't hear me. No. Did one I of these times, One of these times I may just turn the mic on during the break, but then you know, we could get run off the network. Oh. <gasps> no. <sighs> Not from your singing. Again, some you of the conversations. my dream of being no, 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 no. For crying out loud. If your dream's that fragile, then to heck with it. <laughs> Pick a new one. <laughs> okay. I have a dream that um, people are going to call in and ask questions. Yeah. But they're going to get rowdy. I have a dream that... And I promise that anything they ask... I'll win the Oscar for our movie. I totally... Best documentary. Yeah, what? Are you kidding me? It will be. For sure. I mean, it'll be the best documentary. It's just a question of whether they recognize it or not. Have you seen our writing team? I have seen our writing team. Between me and Lucian, and with your occasional, hey, what about (laughs) thrown in? We're going to kick some major butt. Hey, Nestor Nestor only gives me the occasional, you know. Well, yes, because him and George know that you don't want to step on my writing toes. (laughs) Yes, no. Mm -mm. No, no. Don't want to step on your toes at all. Anywhere. In any way. Speaking of toes. But, you know, I've I've survived the nicotine and the white sugar and the bread and the... Yes, yes. I'm I'm almost done my first week of no sugar. Um, Congratulations, big time. Thank you. I'm actually starting to see some definition in my stomach from the exercising. And uh, my energy level is, is absolutely through the roof. It's insane. Even though I have given up coffee because I can't, um, I can't handle fake sweeteners. So yeah, don't do that. Um, I've, I've better off you eat sugar if you're gonna eat fake sweeteners. Yeah, exactly. I've switched from coffee to tea. So I'm drinking tea with lemon and honey as opposed to coffee with sugar and cream. 
Um, and that has changed changed incredibly enough. It is up my energy level. And um, I'm learning that when I exercise with my daughter, I have to be patient because my 15-year-old um, doesn't have enough strength to keep up with mom. <laughs> <laughs> But she's doing in a week. You're really getting some mileage out of it, aren't you? Well, I I have to, but what I I find (laughs) fascinating about the young 15-year-old body is that it's taken her a week to almost catch up to where it took me to get in a month, right? So there's the strength of the 15-year-old body. It took me a month to get where she's getting in a week, and sometimes she skips out and doesn't show up. And I'd I'd like to point out that there's the strength of – a properly functioning body doesn't have to be 15 years old. Yeah. If you fed it the right fuel, because see now you're exercising on top of feeding the right fuel. Yeah. To feed your mitochondria, and exercise has been proven to increase the number of mitochondria. So uh, you're getting new mitochondria to supplement some of the old ones that got tired enough that they just croaked. And, <laughs> yeah. And the other ones that were just tired have fuel so they're not so tired anymore and off you go it's a really and fascinating i have to admit i backslid for a couple of weeks and it just felt horrible like crap right I'm sick <laughs> quick um, it's like my body was like wait now you've given us some good stuff you know because this whole healthy eating thing away. for my body's pretty new <laughs> what five months yeah or less four months less less than less yeah, than yeah. five months it's only been about three yeah. um so, and I'm telling you, but watching the transformation is is kind of, I mean, there's moments where I'm kind of feeling like I'm watching it from outside of my body because I'm, I'm not just watching my physical form transform, but I'm actually watching my emotional state of being transform and my energy levels, of course, obviously are transforming. And But it's the little things that I notice. Like when I'm walking, I'm connecting more to the ground and feeling more the strength of my legs when I con- connect to the ground, when I take a stride, when I walk. And it, it's, it's so incredible to to be a part of that, knowing where I was a year ago. You know what I mean? And to know that I've done this without medication and without drugs. And I think that is probably the most powerful element of all of this is that because of an allergic reaction, and this is probably not something that our our listeners know, but because of an allergic reaction, you know this, but they don't. I was not able to take the pain medications that they were telling me to take. So all five medications that they had given me, which was a combination, there was muscle relaxers, um, narcotic painkillers, anti-inflammatories, antidepressants, and something else. I can't remember what it was. Um, One of those five I had an allergic reaction to, but I was taking all five at the time. So they cut me off of all of them, which meant that I had to find a way to deal with my pain naturally. So I've had to do this without drugs. Okay, broken back, herniated discs, fibromyalgia, no drugs. Sure. No problem. <laughs> yeah. No sweat. Um, granted, it's taken me a little over a year. So it's about a year and a half, I think, we're at now since that 
you know, hardcore wake-up call. But where I am now compared to where I was is here I'm feeling I've done this without the help of the medical, you know, people because I don't have a doctor here in Quebec since I've moved. So I haven't had no, a doctor. No. Terry Walls is a doctor. No, Terry Walls is a doctor, yes, but I haven't had a doctor with me every step of the way. You know what I mean? To to yes. be, so I've had to I've had to really Easy. educate myself and I've had to use discernment and experimentation to find out what works for my body. And I've managed to through that process. It may have taken me a little longer. I don't know. I have no idea because I have nothing to compare it to. But I've managed to get my strength back and to get back to the point where I I really feel like I'm going to surpass in the next year or two my physical form. I'm going to surpass where I was in my 20s as far as my health is. And that to me is an incredible, incredible sensation. Insane almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's almost that whole, you know, Mayan thing and everything, you know, rejuvenation and, you know, because I think it's true, you know, I mean, even biologists will tell you that really they're not quite sure, except there's these telomere things that get shorter. But other than that, they don't know why, you know, you replace everything in your body like every seven years. Right. So why do we Why does it... Why do you replace it with one that's older? They don't they're not really quite sure. They just say, Well, there's a time clock built in. <laughs> and and Cryon and many others would point out that no, you know, there's no reasons for those telomeres to be getting shorter. They can be right back to full length and even get longer. Um so, you know, it's just what you what you feed it and, and not just what you feed it in your mouth either. No, no. It helps to hang not. out with all these cool people we hang out with. Absolutely, I think that's a. I'm, I wouldn't. I would never say that that's not um, a fundamental part of my healing process. Absolutely, it has been the people I've been exposed to and the support system I have. Because literally, back at the beginning, or, or at least the beginning part that I was there for, we kind of struck on a good one for you. You started watching Disney movies all day. Yeah, yeah, and I George did. George Carlin and. So this is like the shape I was in, okay? I was literally, for those who don't know and are listening tonight, I had a pull-out couch in my living room. Um, I had been taken off of work. I was on five different medications, so I was stoned like 24 hours a day, but I was still in intense pain. Um, My muscles were locked up. There was not really much they could do for me other than give me drugs to to try and get my muscles to release a little bit and to to moderate the pain. So basically keep me high as a kite so that I wouldn't suffer too much. Um, And, of course, I'm looking at this again at the age of 35 thinking, where do I go from here? I can't can't live like this, but I have a daughter that I have to support. Um, Thankfully, I had an amazing roommate who was able to cook and clean. Um, Even though she worked full-time, she still would come home and cook my meals. But I had to shift my focus. So... What I what I did with the help of you and with Lucian and Pascal and my daughter and Carol, my roommate, um, and and my friend Sonia, who 
you know, that that was kind of my core team that was not going to let me fall. And with my doctor at the time, because I had an amazing doctor, um, that were not going to let me fall, shift your focus onto something that makes you smile. So my ex-boyfriend, crazy as that sounds, but we're still in communication, we still talk frequently, um, he brought over a box full of VHS movies, and a lot of them were Disney movies. And I found the Disney movies to be kind of my saving grace. They were my lifeline because I could get lost in the positive message of the Disney movie and laugh and and for a brief moment forget that I was in pain. So I was able to learn that if I shifted my focus to something that made me really, really happy or brought me joy, then the pain would decrease. And then I was able to pick up my pen again and start writing about that. And through that process... Um, so I, I could say that Disney movies saved my life because if if not for Disney movies, I'm, I might have given up. Um, I know that the the allergy, the allergic reaction to the medication was a crushing blow, hugely crushing blow for me, especially when they gave me another medication to counteract the allergy that took the pain away completely, which confirmed their diagnosis. But it wasn't a medication I could take for longer than a week because it would kill me. So it was it was a super high and a crushing blow all at the same time. I didn't know where to go from there other than to go back to my pen and to my Disney movies. And that's that's where I went. So it and saved your life. It saved my life. Yeah. It and and people think that that's nuts, but it's so true. And I say so many times that this saved my life, that saved my life, but it's at each stage of the game of the healing process, something new is going to come into your life that's going to really awaken in you your awareness of the next step that you need to take. And and every single event, every single person that has been a part of that awakening and awareness of the next step. I'm, I'm eternally grateful for it because I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be able to exercise. I wouldn't be enjoying a quality of life that I am if not for each of those next steps. And, you know, your love and appreciation for those around you and and their love and appreciation for you, whether they're channels or light workers or demons or what, Pearls of wisdom just start falling out of their mouths, and they don't know. They almost, you know, I don't know. When, when it used to happen to me before I was really kind of conscious of what was going on, I used to think to myself in the middle of a conversation, holy shit, did I just say that? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, wow, did I just say that on the radio? I guess I did. Sorry. Um, so but, yeah, it would be like, ooh, did I say that? I'm smart, huh? <laughs> and I'm sure that Nestor and George were having a good laugh at, you know, what I was thinking and where I was going. But hey, that helps. That helps you come up too, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, another big, uh, another big help was um, was Lucian and his his incessant reminding me gently, I might add, because he was never overbearing, pushy, or mean in any way, but continually reminding me that this is something I had chosen. And um, again, it wasn't until I latched on to that that I really embraced this idea of, okay, this is mine, I own it, I've chosen this for a reason, there are things I need to learn from this um, so that it doesn't happen again. And that's that's when the true healing began. 
Um, so, I, I mean, there's so many elements to healing. It's 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 such a complex and personal experience. Well, and I think it it it, it all can it all comes in such a nice, smooth gradient. You know, it's you know, I I shudder to think all that time ago. Okay, we're gonna do two radio shows a week, and you're gonna give up sugar and wheat and. Uh, you're going to eat strange things you never knew were edible, uh, never knew existed, and uh, yeah, that's enough to put you right back in the bed. Give me another pill, you know. Yeah, because Abraham would say, "Just shoot me now." <laughs> I would have, I would have, I probably would have asked you for a gun because I was not even able to dress myself. So, I mean, putting on my shoes was was an activity that could induce tears, okay? So just going outside was a nightmare for me. So for for you to tell me then that in a year I'd be doing this, I would have thought you were absolutely fucking nuts. And I would have, I would have been devastated because for me it would have been something that there is no way that I could have possibly have accomplished. It would have been an unattainable goal at the time. So it it comes to this point where when you're dealing with somebody who's who's lost in an illness or a sickness, you have to understand where they're coming from, that you need to work with them and walk with them and take the baby steps that you need that they need to take. And you need to go at their pace, you know, because it's not about what you can see them being capable of. It's about you allowing them to explore their own limitations and allowing them to accept the power to set those limitations aside. But that's a process. It does not come overnight, and it is not something that you can give to somebody else. So, But, but if you just kind of head off in that direction a little, maybe even just wish to head off in that direction, it's like the pieces come through in a very gentle gradient. Really, yes. is that yes, the only words really I can do. think for it? Because it, like you said, you know, these days, six months ago, if you said you'll be doing so and so, I'd be like, forget it, <laughs> get out of here with that. Um, uh, and and uh, there's a good bit of it here in the radio show too. All these people coming, showing us, you know, just how awesome humans are. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you can't recognize that humans are awesome without it rubbing off on your humanness too. That you're awesome, and and that's not a you know some sort of a self-centered thing. And my focus tends to stay on the awesome that's all around. But you almost can't see the awesome when you're not having a little rub off on you. You know. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And you, you, you know, if you really want to. Get well, get um, get healthy, get vibrant, get happy, even get wealthy. You need to surround yourself with people who who are those things. 
That's really the bottom line. People who exude health, well-being, happiness, joy, and we've been we've been able to do that through this radio show, through yeah. our work. So how can how can you our work, our again? passion, our yeah, hard to call it work, really. It is well, our our playtime, if you will. But again, it goes back to it goes back to. I lost my train of thought. Wow. Where'd it go? Oh, it's over there. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know what happened there, but, you know, be, I said it a second ago. Be careful. Ago. Falling off trains can be, you know, injurious. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to fall off the train. Yes. But, again, well, it goes back happen. to surrounding yourself with all the people who think that human beings are awesome because they will inspire you to be awesome as well. Yes, and they will reflect your awesomeness back to you. Absolutely. And don't invalidate anybody's choices or, you know, everybody gets to do what they want to do. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, if, you, if you're if you sitting there thinking that your goals are to have a, a nice, long, healthy, exciting, filled, fulfilling life, you know, then well, you've got to hang with people that are doing that sort of thing. Or at least think about them, read about them, do something, go to the movies, make a pizza. <laughs> well, we've got about uh, 22 minutes left, if you take things seriously like that. Okay. Should we, uh, should we play some music? Should we... What do I we do? I don't know. What do we do? we got the Peace Prayer, Rock on Satnam. So oh, I love so that one. Jordan. Rock on Satnam? Yeah, I yeah, haven't heard yeah. that one in, like, forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Larissa Stowe and uh, Shakti Tribe, yeah? Yeah, she's All right. awesome. Uh, awesome. Was on the show. Part yeah. of the uh, EC family, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Larissa Stowe is right, cool, cool individual. Piece. All right. So we'll be back in about uh, five, five and a half minutes. Stay with us, folks.
over that's that whole the song's over it's being quiet in there ah i've forgotten how fun that song is isn't it cool it is so we were going to try to have jason we thought we had it solved but apparently not (laughs) bummer can't hear a thing jason oh well you know what happens hey probably george and Nestor. they do that all the time they do they hang up on us. They mute us for a moment or two. They, we'll just fuzz out. You know, we we'll start talking about the wrong subject. <laughs> just connecting calls. Yeah. Making yeah. calls. Making calls. Making calls, but we're not going to tell you about that. If you Oof. want to hear about it, you got to read about it in my third book. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy computer. Crazy stuff. Calling people randomly. Yeah. Without anybody pushing a button. Insane. Yeah. Insane. George and Esther taking over technology and making calls. You know, one of those where you both are going, hello. <laughs> the other, I didn't hello. call you. What, Did you call what? me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really all the way, yeah. <clears throat> but that's okay. But, you get used to it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's nice to know that uh, non-physical can use technology. You know, Absolutely. That could lead to something. It could. I mean, it could be a fascinating direction in which to go in the future. Yeah, so you never know have, what might happen with that. We still have a few minutes. Does anybody in the chat room have any questions? Jason thinks he has it. I wrinkle my nose. Let me see if I can... Talk about ways to deal with disappointment. Well, hmm. Rick, you want to feel that one? Whee, ways to deal with disappointment? Yeah. Let's see uh, like to know. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I try not to deal with it any more than I have to. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I think you're supposed to. Well, she asked the question, so we got to we got to answer it question right before quick. before we yeah. talk to Jay. Yeah, um, well, we can hear you. So yeah, we there. can. That's it. Hello, Jason. Welcome to the call. Um, Hi. I would say 
that it's okay. It's okay to be disappointed, and it's okay to be a disappointment to others. And, and that was a hard lesson to learn. It is. It's a tough one. It is. It's sort of societally cemented in place from youth that, you know. You must always do what you say you're going to do, and you must always never let anyone else or live up to the expectations set before you by those who are your superiors and your elders. And it is so. That just happens. And I would also say that when you, you know, feel disappointment or something, some negative emotion coming on, don't push, don't go, don't tense up and go, oh, no, um, let it be. You don't have to make it be something else. Let it be and see what's in there. There's Emotions are always messengers, but you got to let them stand there long enough to give you the message. So if you're pushing them away, you can't get the message. So don't shoot the messenger. Absolutely, and never forget that as, as crappy as it seems, um, there's always a reason why something is happening. Always. Always, and always, 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 you, always. You can always reach into your past for times where life was crappy, and but now you look back at it and think, that was. I'm glad that happened. So, you know, there's examples. There's always examples. Big red flags. That's a hard one. Mm, yeah, that's a very tough Texas one. And doesn't have time to see because, well, I'll tell you what, sweetheart. So that's your youngest leaving the nest. Um, so this is an opportunity for you to find and pursue your own passion, which is individual and apart from your responsibility as a parent and a mother. Um, this is a nudge for you to explore your freedom and express your desires. And I would say, go for it. Absolutely. And that's my gut instinct answer, Leslie. I can't give you any more than that, but that's what I would thats what I would hope somebody would tell me in that situation. Yeah, I think you could be spot on because I know a dear, dear friend of mine that, you know, her daughter graduated high school and moved out and her most terrifying at the time and now most satisfying realization after that happened was that she had no earthly idea what she wanted because she had always lived her life for her daughter. Yeah. And it was just the two of them and it's kind of what it took. It's not like it was a mistake. It was just what it took to survive, you know? Yeah, I think... But then you have time to sort of take a breath and go, oh, wow, big, wide, wonderful world. Cool. Because some, sometimes we're not able to tell our family that and set our boundaries and tell them that we're going to take care of ourselves. So sometimes the universe um, caters more to our, always the universe caters more to our needs than our wants because our needs are a stronger desire than our wants. And when we need to explore that freedom and we need to explore that and find and embrace that sense of self, the universe will provide ways for us to do that. Yeah, it's like in the Karate Kid when the old man steals the black belt. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, wow, where'd you get this? And oh, Buddha provide. You know, just the right situation will come, the right circumstances will come. So, um, We've got a Jason. Jason. What? Uh, woofing. 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 What is woofing? Um, well, it's called Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms. 
I just heard about it recently, so I'm not an expert on it, but I plan on doing it this summer or next summer. And basically, what you get to do is you pay for a plane ticket out to anywhere in the world that offers this, which is nearly everywhere, Asia, you know, European countries, uh, Hawaii, here in the United States. So you pay for your plane ticket and, you know, you get it all arranged with the host. That's what they're called, the people who own these organic farms. And you get to, well, you're, you have to, <laughs> to live there. You have to help out on the farm, which is like tilling soil or, you know, pulling weeds or planting things or just generally keeping up the farm. Just generally whatever the farmer needs you to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you average, you know, three to five hours a day doing that. They supply you with a house, not necessarily a full house, but, you know, like a cabin or, you know, something, something nice. Bed, private room. A bed yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Bed. yeah. And when you're not well, paying rent, a bed rocks. Yeah, for free. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, most of them, from what I've heard, have running water. So it's not like, you know, you're in a third world country, unless you do go to a third world country for organic farms. But for the most they, part. They have them all over the place. Yeah. And so you, uh, this is the one I'm, I'm going to speak about the one I know in Hawaii. So. Cool. But other ones I'm not so keen on. This one, you go to a farmer's market once a week, and you trade the food you've grown for, like, mangoes, and, you know, things that you, you aren't growing on the farm. And they, you get to eat the stuff you grow as well. And then on the weekend, with this specific farm, you have a car where you can drive to, you know, some of the local state parks or national parks, whatever, and, you know, do tourist stuff. And Shut just, up. Yeah, it's amazing. That is so cool. <laughs> Our world is turning into such a cool place, don't you think? I love it. I notice a change every day. Well, it, it brings a whole new definition. I was trying to type this in the chat room, but everybody's just going to have to hear me say it. It brings a whole new definition to taking a working trip to Hawaii. <laughs> really? That used to be a bad thing. Now it can be a good thing. I think that's insane to me. Genius. Yeah, I agree. Because what an opportunity for young people. And screw it, for older people too. Um, You know, know, if my daughter, note to Leslie, if my kid wasn't home because she was off at school, I might just look up this wolfing thing and take a year off and go to Hawaii and live on an organic farm. Or even just, you know... I'm just For saying. a month or two, you know. Yeah. You always want to go to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii and see the black sand beach uh-huh. and surf. And But, you know, I can't really afford I mean, I could get a plane ticket, but you got to have a place to sleep. Well, here you go. You give no, about no, half your day, three to five hours. For, you're struggling for a plane ticket? I tell you what, crowdfunding is um, the wave of the future. So you put up a little tiny crowdfunding thing for and you put it on your Facebook, and you ask your friends for ten bucks each to get you that ticket yeah. to Hawaii. And see, tell them I'm going to Hawaii to live on an organic farm. This is my dream. I want to do this. Can Everybody, you pick in, pitch in the cost of an extra tall soy double shot, whatever it is. I don't know how to order all that kind of stuff. I go to Starbucks. I say I want coffee. 
Right, but, and I'm off. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm out of here. Screw y'all. I'm going to live on an organic farm in Hawaii. Right. What? That's the coolest thing I've ever okay. heard, Jason. I can't wait till you tell me that you've got the plane ticket and you're on your way. Yeah, so I'm definitely planning it because usually they require you to do one month at least. On the yeah, farm. you can't buzz in for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, even, like, like, it's free. You know what I mean? You get to stay in Hawaii or other countries for free. You get food for free, you know? Uh, what What's better? Work, vacation you know? that you don't have to pay for. For, it, it, wait, you could five it, hours a day of work? Yeah, yeah you That's could call nothing. it three to five hours a day. You That's could call nothing. it, uh, my mom always used to call it dirt therapy. When she'd get all agitated inside about something or couldn't let go of something, she'd go out and work in the garden. Hell yeah. And, I mean, we didn't have veggies, sadly. We had flowers but they were gorgeous and uh, and she would and she used to tell me that get out here and get your hands in the dirt with me come here <laughs> very and therapeutic it is it, it is. is and think about think about it in terms of okay you can go to work every day eight hours a day plus travel time so i'm you're usually talking 10 to 11 to 12 hours away from home that you're spending in a tense environment or you can go hang out in hawaii and work three to five hours a day on a farm in a relaxed tropical environment yeah (laughs) and still have food and shelter what i mean you probably do have some organic carrots and that sort of thing but you, you you also could be out there picking mangoes and papayas and pineapples and oh wow I got to tell you, I've been to Hawaii, and that was the thing. I, I've never been, but now I see an opportunity to go. <laughs> I thanks <laughs> for breakfast, and sometimes for breakfast and lunch, I ate nothing but fresh, from right there on the island fruit. And you talk about energy, and you know, I went right back home to Houston and ate like a slob again. But you know, there was my evidence way early on that hey, look, 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 <laughs> look what happens when you eat living food. I know. It was the same with me in the Philippines. It was fresh fruit all the time, and I slept maybe three, four hours a day And you could for three weeks. And I, had, up and I was down not tired. Stuff. Run up and not down mountains tired. and stuff. And yeah, sit there was, outside of I it. was in perfect shape when I got back. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and so there's, you know. there's proof, proofs in the pudding, so to speak. And that was still when I was smoking. I was drinking because I was in the Philippines and I was hanging out with people that occasionally we were having the odd drink. So there was alcohol involved. And um, there was was alcohol involved. There was alcohol involved and I was still eating meat. And I wasn't exercising, but I was eating a large diet of fresh fruits and veggies grown like right there. And didn't spend much time in a truck. I got to tell you. Yeah, so Jason's got it in the chat room here. Four hundred and sixty bucks for your plane ticket, and then you That's get a month in Hawaii. Yeah, I checked it out because I wanted to find out just how much money I'd have to save up. You know. That's doable. That's so doable. For a month. So for, for a, a month, month in Hawaii. And I've never been to Hawaii, or out of the country. Send pictures, emails. Keep how old do you have to be? You're going. And can I uh, sign my 15-year-old up? Does she have yeah, to be Yeah, some 16? of them require age. Like, you have to okay. be a certain age. I think okay. I only saw one. Then it said you had to be 20 or older. But, 
I'm sure that just depends on the work, you know what I mean? Because they don't want a you know a young kid coming here oh, who can't do all the labor work. labor is not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But. But what about a mother-daughter team? But a mother-daughter sure team that they would in let the you garden. Bring your daughter or anyone else with your daughter or son there or their ones. friend or whatever. You know, I'm like sure a that mother-daughter team fine. that'd be awesome experience for for a, a parent and a child. Yeah, These that would be great. Places. These woofing places are all they're not like necessarily related, except that they're all doing the same thing, similar thing, letting people come. You know, so they all got their own rules and requirements and. So you can just, you know, go in and check it out. Uh, you know, Asia Pacific, Africa. You know, <gasps> want to go to Africa? Oh my god! And, uh, I could do one a summer for the rest of my life and be happy. Yeah, yeah. And I really, <laughs> really look. There, there are folks. Uh, uh, I mean, our uh, Jessica, that was on Jessica Mystic, does that sort of thing. She doesn't really have an address so much. She just goes where the next thing says go. And I think she's woofing in Costa Rica right now, but she's wow. woofing somewhere. And uh, and I've seen pictures from some of the places that she stayed. It's like, okay, she just has a bedroom and, and they have community meals, but her bedroom's like got antiques in it and stuff. Looks like she's in someone's palace or something, you know? Very, very cool stuff. Woof. That's awesome, Jason. I'm so excited about that. I'm so glad you came on tonight to tell us about that. I was <laughs> freaking out. I told like five or six of my friends because I was like, oh, my God, you guys, we have to do this. We have to go to Hawaii. You know, such a life experience. Yeah. It's, it's well, insane. that's um, the experiences are out there. If people want to go have them. And... After the times that I was fortunate enough to be able to travel to a lot of other countries, and and two times that I was in Europe, <clears throat> I was with my parents, who were not your typical American tourists. I will just say that uh, they were, you know, they we tried to whatever phrase books and stuff, whatever we knew of a language, we tried. You know, we didn't assume everybody had to speak English. We you know, so I had a good teaching before I went with a bunch of kids for my school. And uh, I thought we were going to get beat up one night at a bar in Greece because these two guys in cowboy hats leaned over the bar and went, Hey, we need more drinks. We're Americans. Get over here. And I, I really, I thought the Greeks were going to have them for dinner. But uh, we hustled them up and got them out of there. But that's the way people act a lot. And I think there's a lot of times Americans just don't know how they sound. You know, but you're in somebody else's country and you go, well, in America, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shut up. How many times do you like hearing, you know, somebody standing on the streets of your town going, well, you know, in Mexico City, <clears throat> right? It's just, you just, it's rude. Come on, it's rude. If they tried to do that here, I mean, people get up in arms with the whole, you know, you move to our country and you want to, keep your traditions thing. So can you imagine somebody coming from another country and saying, well, you know, in India, we... Yeah, well, we might we might actually get to experience that for not too off, far off in the future here in America with the way that things are rocking and rolling in China. You know, their growth slowed just a little bit, still up around 9%. That's what we used to do. 
back when we were rocking and rolling and having fun instead of arguing with each other. It's the only thing we do in America anymore, it seems. Argue with each other and watch celebrities have divorces. Really? Wow. Wouldn't you, you know? I mean, you're just in Canada, which is right next door. The National Enquirer is still the number one selling magazine on the market. Well, and I say, you know, <laughs> you're you're in Canada, so you're really not that far from America. And you're very close up view. So imagine people from halfway around the world. We look got to look like a bunch of idiots. You know, it's one of those where we're a bunch of talking monkeys on an organic spaceship zooming through space. You yeah, know? <laughs> I, I've traveled and um and and I've experienced, sadly enough, I've experienced the. American? No, Canadian. Oh, okay. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, come on in. Um, I swear I'd almost fib and say I was Canadian. And, and if you can I'd just go with Jean and, and let her say it? that she's Canadian then, and I'll then, sneak in with her. Yeah, well, because there's this, there's this belief that, and I don't think it's true for all Americans, but your persona through the media really um, has been, yeah, there's the word typed in to the chat room, actually, so I don't have to say I said it myself, although I would agree. You can say it out loud now. Um, Arrogance. 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 Uh, the American way is the way. It's the way, and I just don't see that as being a truth. That's almost as bad as, a, as some kind of a bad religion from some bad fiction movie or something. <laughs> the American way is the way. It's the only way. It's the way, the truth and the light. You will bow down and come into church and you put something in the basket every Sunday, or you're going to hell. That's well, what it is. In Evangelism. This case, it would be called, be called, you know, put something into a bank. Yeah, well, that's every workday. That's the modern definition of a basket. Or you'll go to jail. But that's the modern version. Yeah, and it's yeah. the American way. And I'm not sure that that's necessarily the right way. Okay, so. Or the way that works. Oh my want, goodness, we're over time. Yeah, we're and and. Jason's like, do you guys want me to hang up? And Leslie's like, no, stay on. Tell me more. Tell us more about Woof. So, you know, we'd love to stay on. We, I'm telling you, we could do this all night. But we do run into a time limit eventually where we do. It goes kaplunk. It's really rude to it. Like hangs up on everybody and goes. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, Sally, the blog talk computer. We call her Sally. Is is a jealous computer. She is. So I'll tell you what. What we what we will do is, Jason, you're you're on a mission to do this. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. So you make a deal with us right here, right now, on air. This is an on air pro- promise. So you have witnesses. That's right. We're that being recorded for possibility. Come hell or high water, you're going to find a way. Well, in Hawaii, to come on the show as a guest. Oh, totally. Tell us about It'll be morning in Hawaii. What it's like to go woo. So you can tell you can speak to us in mid woof. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely try it. If I actually end up going this summer, I know I'm going this summer or next summer for sure. I've yeah. I mean, that, that's my bar I have set. There so. you go. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, well you gotta set up your crowdfunding page for your four hundred and sixty bucks. Absolutely. Go ahead and make it. Go ahead and promote the shit out of it. Yeah, go ahead and make it. I don't know, seven hundred and sixty bucks. So you got some spending cash. Absolutely. And um, you need food. And then the here in there, about a month back. or when we have an opening, you come back on the show. We'll promote the hell out of your 
crowdfunding page. Mm-hmm. And we'll get your hosts on air as well. Yeah, and we'll get the whole thing going. We'll just and we'll have my a whoop business show. We'll be in full swing by then because I'll have tax return money, which I'm using to form it as an LLC, so I can just let it sell itself. You know, awesome. I won't have to like, because everything will just be listed on my website. Right. So. Yeah. So, see, you need to come back anyway, so you can talk about that. So. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll we'll there set that it up. Is. Woof. <laughs> Woof. 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 There woof, it is. Woof, woof, woof. That's awesome. Who let the dogs out? Woof. Oh. <laughs> we can't we can't actually play that since it's a copyrighted piece, but Jane and I can sing it for you. Absolutely. Nah. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out a few extra minutes with us. Uh, Been an atypical yeah. everyday connection blast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know. I don't think our guest is going to show up. What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to go on the radio and have fun. <laughs> That's what we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The guests are a fringe benefit. Absolutely. All right, folks. So uh, next week, we have Olivia Rosewood on Tuesday uh, coming with her new book, Please Meditate. It's good for you. And awesome book. On Thursday, Jerry Hearn, our our first guest, is coming back. Sort of our accidental guest. We were like the accidental tourist. We didn't mean to. But we have a radio show now with guests. Here we are, nonetheless. And so uh, everybody have a wonderful weekend and join us uh, again on Tuesday for more laughs. Oh, and guests. Yeah, we'll have those too. Until then. Stay connected. Night, everybody. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.